Welcome to Chip Chat, an interview series that connects you with technology experts around the issues that industry is focused on today. And now your host, Allison Klein. Welcome to Chip Chat. My name is Allison Klein. I'm delighted to have Jeff Otter, distinguished technologist in the server business unit for HP, back in the studio with us. Welcome, Jeff. Thank you, Allison. So, Jeff, the last time you were on, you were telling me about Redfish 1.0. So, why don't we just start with the discussion on Redfish and what it actually has delivered to the industry in terms of data center manageability? I'll wear two hats there. So, in my role as co-chair of the Scalable Platforms Management Forum, a unit of DMTF, the Distributed Management Task Force, an open standards organization. In that role, we've been working on the Redfish standard, and in early August, just before our last conversation on this, we had released the version 1.0 of the standard, with the spec being a publicly available document. Really, anyone is freely welcomed and encouraged to actually implement the spec, both on the implementation side and also on the client side to start developing software that consumes the data that we're producing out of this standardized interface. Switching hats now, as a technologist here at HP and our soon-to-be renamed Hewlett-Packard Enterprise, we have implemented the Redfish 1.0 specification on our ProLiant Gen 9 server family, delivered as a firmware update to the Integrated Lights Out or ILO management processor. So that is now also available for download, and that brings the HP RESTful interface into conformance with Redfish 1.0. Congratulations on integrating it into the ProLiant servers. That's an amazing accomplishment given the fact that the spec just finalized a couple months ago. We've been involved with the Redfish efforts since the start, trying to follow along with the spec as it goes through that process and making sure that we were able to provide a migration path for customers from our existing REST interface into a truly conformant version. So why don't you tell me a little bit? We haven't never talked about it before, integrated lights out and what that is for the HP server line. The five-second version, it's the nerve center of the system. In the more industry terminology, that would be the BMC on a ProLiant server. ILO has quite a long history going back 15 or 16 years as a product for use on our servers. So the firmware, the ASIC, everything is homegrown. ILO becomes the control service for the ProLiant, does all the monitoring control, the virtual presence, all the things that you would expect a typical management processor to provide, like the graphical console, virtual media, and so forth. Then obviously we provide a lot of additional functionality above what you would find on a normal BMC implementation. So there's quite a bit of functionality there that's available. The key part for us on Redfish was to really enable a programmability platform to allow customers to get the wealth of information that we have about the server and the status and the state of the machine to be able to control it, configure it, start with bare metal deployments, and so on. When you take a look at integrating Redfish into ILO, what does that deliver to customers in terms of improved capabilities? And what are you the most excited about in terms of delivering this to your HP customer base? About a year ago, about the same time that we had formed the SPMF and the effort to standardize the Redfish interface, HP had already shipped a RESTful interface that was based on our own internal development. And that was kind of the formation of why our involvement in Redfish was so heavy from the get-go was a realization that this was the opportunity to move to a new style of interface and to solve some of the problems in terms of lack of interoperability with the existing standards. So we saw that as a key moment in time to make that transition to improve the security and the functionality of the interface, but also to do a better job of standardizing and providing interoperability among vendors. We wanted folks to move to these new interfaces because of their power and usability of them 
just about any other task in IT, it seems these days, has a REST interface or uses HTTP. This is all really old hat for the rest of the world, but in systems management, we were still using very specialized protocols for those tasks. What we realized was that moving folks onto the new interface was good, but we didn't take advantage of the leverage of the industry to make that interface standardized. We wouldn't see that ecosystem grow to really take full advantage of all the capabilities. For the first time, we've lowered the bar for performing systems management functions down to literally a half an hour for any programmer that can drive a web browser or a Python or a Perl script. You know, you can use the Redfish interface and be up and running in not too long. This isn't a three-day or a five-week course with three-ring binders and a PhD in computer science to understand. When you look at what you've implemented and you see the value, what comes next in terms of ensuring that customers adopt the existing firmware upgrade? And then, you know, what can customers expect from ILO and Redfish in the future? Sure. For customers that have HP ProLiant Gen 9 systems today or are in the process of purchasing one, they either will get the latest firmware installed on the machine or they can download and install the version 2.30 of ILO 4 firmware from hp.com slash go slash ILO, I-L-O. And that's a free upgrade. All the Gen 9 ILO 4-based products get that upgrade. So the second part of the question, two aspects to this. Number one, from the ILO perspective, there's an awful lot of data that we make available above and beyond the Redfish standard. Also, as part of the standard, there's a lot of topics that we deferred to later versions to get the spec out the door, to get the transition started. So it is not a 100% complete model of systems management today. We know that we concentrated on the important pieces, and we will definitely be growing that over time within the standard and also in HP's OEM extensions to the standard. And then secondly, the more exciting part, the thing we're all working furiously on is trying to grow the ecosystem for a client software, things that will actually consume the data that's produced and available through the Redfish interface. We have an HP RESTful tool that's also available for download at that same website that will operate on the ILO implementation. It's a Redfish-capable tool. So we're looking for customer feedback, for use cases, for anything that can help seed that ecosystem, you know, open source tools or libraries, any piece of software that wants to operate against a Redfish interface, we would love to hear about it. If folks want to learn more about ILO and where they can actually access their firmware, where would you send them on the HP website to learn more? Everything ILO related is all linked from hp.com slash go slash ILO, I-L-O. Well, thank you so much for being on the program today. You and I talked maybe a little over a year ago about the idea of Redfish and to see that it's actually in product at HP so quickly is such a great thing to see. It's been quite a roller coaster ride, but as standards bodies go, we got it done in just under a year, which doesn't sound that quick for the rest of the world, but room full of standards guys, we did quite a bit of work. Well, thanks, Jeff, for taking time out of your busy schedule today. It was a pleasure. My pleasure. Thank you, Allison. Visit ChipChat online at intel.com slash chipchat. And for more information on data center technologies, visit intel.com slash bigdata, intel.com slash cloud, and intel.com slash data center optimization. 